Well, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Eurofolk Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Monday, April 18th, 2022, and this program is normally meant to present nutritional information only, but today we're going to be talking finances and crypto and hyperverse and that kind of stuff when John and Kathy get here. But uh, I will say check out the website, yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. And, of course, our sister site, yourdiywealth.com. Just change the first H to a W, and you're there. And when you get there, click on the Hyperverse tab, and there's all kinds of information there that will teach you how you can take advantage of the crypto industry without having to worry about market volatility how you can capitalize on the greatest mega trend that's going to be even bigger than the internet and mobile phone revolutions combined, and how you can become a part of the dynamic hyper community and see how you can experience the incredible benefits of membership. So we'll be talking about that a little bit more today. Just keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Eurofolk Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on our show is, is constru- should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Now, uh, as promised, uh, I thought I would, uh, since they were talking about this, and uh, one of the guys, I can't remember who it was, was asking for examples of people who have filed uh, their affidavit for along with their passport application and been successful. And uh, I was uh, on uh, what Roger refers to as ex-wife number three, uh, another radio network that he and I used to uh, be both on at the same, well, he was on an hour, the show before me, and I got to talking with him one day and said, I've uh, heard about you back on Joyce Riley's show and I want to file my affidavit, but I got some questions. He said, why don't you come on the show and ask him so everybody can learn, which is what he's uh, always does, and I commend him for that, so... I said, sure. So I did a whole show with him one day and talked about all the different stuff. And uh, shortly after that, filed my affidavit. And this was in 2015, about August, I believe it was. And uh, bear in mind that um, before I learned the truth about the Social Security number, I was one of those silly people that thought it was the nexus to the system. I have since learned otherwise. However, in 1999, I did... Uh, rescind the signature on the original SS5 form that my parents signed on my behalf and supposedly got rid of my social security number and haven't used it much at all since. And uh, basically hadn't filed a 1040 form since 1996. And of course the IRS and I were at best uh, infrequent pen pals, I guess is the best way to put it. But uh, given the fact that uh, I hadn't filed a a tax return in years and years and years, and uh, this was the first time, I got my first passport in 2000, or 1994, I think it was. Um, And back then, and then 10 years later in 04 when I renewed it, um, there was no requirement, there was no space on the form for a Social Security number. Well, this time in 2015, there was. And it said clearly that if you don't provide a social security number that the IRS may fine you $5,000 and it could delay the issuance of your passport and all that good stuff. Well, I didn't put a social security number on there because as far as I'm concerned, I've never had one. And um, 
oddly enough, you know, and at that time, the average issuance time for a passport was uh, six to right around six to eight weeks. And um, like I said, I had not filed a tax return since 1996, did not put the SSN on the paperwork. And lo and behold, I had my passport within four weeks. Now, had I not included my affidavit with it, I would probably still be waiting for that passport. But because that affidavit was there, it bypassed all the other garbage and no problem. Got my passport and it has worked per perfectly. I also got one of the cards. And um, I've actually had times in the uh, airport where I did not have my ticket marked as uh, TSA pre-check. But one of the agents came over and said, oh, you're in the wrong line. You need to come over here. And they ran me over into the pre-check line so I didn't have to take all my shoes off and all that kind of garbage. And it was much nicer. But uh, just one experience that I've had. And uh, uh, I honestly believe that it had not been for that affidavit, I probably wouldn't have a passport today. But um, it just sailed right through. And then I did my wife's... Um, you know, shortly after that, about a month later, and hers went through just as quickly, and she hadn't filed a return because we used to file jointly. And when I stopped, she stopped. And uh, again, no problem there. And I have seen um, years ago uh, paperwork that the IRS had filed in uh, the wrong clerk of court's office about um, uh, tax liens and junk that was, you know, probably by this time would have been over $50,000. But it still went through with no problem. It was after that that they passed their requirements or the things about the, about the fifty thousand in collections and that kind of stuff. But I don't think I'm in collections because <laughs> I've never heard from them about any of this stuff. And now I have a rubber stamp that just anything I get from the IRS, I just refuse it for fraud and throw it back in the mail. And I've been doing that since I think two thousand four now, if I remember right. And I. Uh, Nobody's ever come to the house or give me any grief. Nobody calls on the phone, and I never hear from the same people any, anymore. But anyway, that's uh, my take on things. And But it worked fine. It went through, and I haven't had any problems. And uh, Hey, I hey have, Sarge, quick question. You just, yes, sir. What, what is it you do with the IRS when you get a piece of mail? Because I think uh, the previous discussion on Roger's show was in regards to needing to open it and refute any claims they have. Otherwise, uh, silence is consent. So it sounded like you might have just said something a little different. Can you clarify? Well, it's not silence is consent because they get their letter back. And I have two things. I've got a rubber stamp. It says, return to sender, refuse for fraud without dishonor, improper venue, remove this address from your mailing list immediately, UCC 1-308, all rights reserved. And then I also have... Um, uh, this is a more in-depth thing that I print out on two by four inch, um, uh, shipping labels. And you can buy, uh, like a uh, Avery and all these companies do, uh, pre-printed sheets where there's 10 of them on a eight and a half by 11. It says no one by that name at this location refused unopened for fraud without dishonor as we are not in the habit of opening mail addressed to someone else because it's always in upper, upper case and all that kind of thing. This location accepts only non-domestic, non-federal zone deliveries. This location is an Ohio Republic and not a U.S. federal jurisdiction uh, zone. Please stop sending federal zone mail to this location immediately. All rights reserved, UCC 1-308. And that gets stuck right over the a window where the address appears. And then I mark return to sender and I stamp it all over the front and back with my rubber stamp. 
and it goes right back in the mail. So they are getting their notice back saying that it's refused for fraud without dishonor. So that's basically what you would be writing in a letter if you were to open it and send it back to them that way. I'm just not wasting my time with these SOBs anymore because back before I started doing this, I sent a letter to the district, it went to the, I think it was John Snow at the time, um, the head of the IRS, and a copy went to the district, district director in Cincinnati explaining that I had been researching since 19, oh goodness, 96, asking them for uh, to show me proof and to comply with their mission statement, which is to help people comply with the tax laws, I said, please show me where I have a, a federal tax liability. And you have refused to do so for the last umpteen years. And I, based on my research, I am forced to conclude that I have no federal tax liability. And I said, unless and until you respond to me at this address in this manner, and I gave him a specific address, exactly how the envelope was to be addressed and everything, explaining how I have federal tax liability, I will return everything you send me from this point forward, refuse for fraud, which is what I've been doing, and they've never sent me anything at that address to that, you know, in that manner. So that's basically, I just got tired of spending hours and hours and hours of writing or researching, putting these well-thought-together letters, sending it to somebody, and never hearing from the same person again. You know, I'd send it to uh, okay, Austin, so then Utah, just to clarify, I'd get it from you, Kansas or uh, something. Not even open. No, I don't even open envelope. it. I don't even care. I don't care what's inside because they yeah. have never, they've never responded to my last uh, communications with them saying, "Show me where I have a, re uh, a liability," and until they do, I'm I'm just doing exactly what I told them I'd do. So you know, that's up to them whether they want to respond or not. But I'm keeping up my end of the deal. Until they do, everything they send me gets refused for fraud. And that's what I'm doing. Understood. Thank you. Yep. Anybody else have any questions or anything? And like I said, you know, I have, uh, I might get something from them maybe once a year, if that now. It's very, very seldom that I get anything, or my wife for that matter. And she's still working. And when we, she just changed jobs here recently, and when we filed the, uh, they gave her the I-9 form, and I forget what else, and when they got it back, it had a copy of her affidavit attached, and a statement that she's a U.S. national, not a citizen, has no tax liability, nothing to, to be taken out in federal or state return, uh, form, uh, taxes, and I don't know, because everything's done electronically now, um, and she hasn't been able to get into the system to see the tax or the payment stubs to see what's going on. Uh, but eventually we will, and we'll find out what's going on. And if they're removing anything, we'll be talking to them about stealing from her because that's what they're doing. She hasn't authorized any, uh, taxes to be deducted. So if they take them out, they are stealing from her. And John and Kathy and Tanya are here. Hey, John, Kathy and Tanya. Happy Monday. Hey. Happy Monday to you too. Yee. And uh, we were just, uh, just talking about some stuff tied over from Roger's show. So we're ready to rock and roll. How are you guys doing? Oh, what was on Roger's show? I missed it. Oh, we were just discussing uh, one of the guys that asked if anybody had had experience um, filing their affidavits and successes and that kind of stuff. So I just gave my story about how I had filed mine back in 2015 and uh, hadn't paid taxes for 20 some years before that. And 
had it not been for my affidavit, I'd probably still be waiting for my issuance of my passport. <laughs> but I had it in half the time that it normally takes. It took at that point. Uh, they were saying six to eight weeks, and I had mine in four, uh, all because of the affidavit, I'm sure. So okay. th that's the nutshell of it. Yeah, I'm quite convinced now that uh, the best way to solve all problems is to do that cold affidavit uh, initially and then come back later and ask for your passport. Might be. Um, I just did what we were doing at the time, and it sailed right through. And uh, like well, I said, that was a pretty good case. Everything. What's that? Everything has sailed right through for you. You got your hyperpay card, you got your physical card, you know, and everybody else is uh, trying to get on board. But <laughs> good old Jim, man, pow, right through. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was right through. <laughs> You know, I, 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 I went for my hyperpay card and, uh, the, 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 uh, virtual ones came right through. That was no problem. The physical one, yeah. that's a different story. You know, the two months oh, that, turned yeah. into nine months, I think it was, but, uh, and then when I got it, I couldn't get it to work, but you know, we've got it all figured out and it's working like a charm. Now I that's buy great. gas with it at Costco and go to dinner and use it at restaurants and do it online purchases and everything. It's, it's working perfectly. And I'm getting ready to do a concrete driveway and uh, 150 foot of concrete plus a 20 by 30 pad on the side oh. to park my horse trailer and truck. And nice. that's not going to be cheap. And I'm probably going to pay use my uh, debit card for that. I'll bet you will. Let's just say it'll be about half the daily spending limit. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yep. That's good. Yep. Had the guy out last week, and he gave me the estimate. I was waiting for another one to come through. These people do it by satellite. I call. I said, you know, okay, well, we gave my information. Okay, we'll have you an estimate in your email in about a week and week to ten days. And I said, well, somebody going to come out? They're going to call? Oh, we do it by satellite. It's like good grief. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah, but even the little guy, even the T Rex, says that's interesting. <laughs> oh man. They were having a ball. Yeah, Kathy says that they were driving their little tank around, him and his cousin. Tell them yeah. about that, Kathy. Oh, yeah. They both got tanks for Christmas that they can sit in. And they, it has the turret that, is that what it's called? It spins around. Turret. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, big, big giant Nerf balls come out of it. So uh, we got it down off the porch for them and so they could tear up the yard. You have to be quiet. <laughs> and uh, maybe I wonder if it would work if I told him to go hunt Easter eggs again. <laughs> There's hey. none out there, but it might keep him busy for a minute. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, they, uh, Vanden's been uh, running his up at their place, you know, and uh, he's got, they live like way up and pretty much off the grid, but not quite. And, uh, so he just gets in there, and the thing goes about 30 miles an hour. And these two little three-year-olds, they're out there, wee and just go into town all over the backyard yesterday. And then they'd run into the fence and laugh, and then they'd back it up and turn around and do it again. Yeah, it was a good day. <laughs> they shoot the Easter Bunny with their tank? <laughs> I think they got a few cats. <laughs> <laughs> And Tanya, how's things up there in the great wet north? Not wet, but um, I, I was uh, excavating yesterday, uh, just basically combing through the dirt, so I have a lung full of dust right now. 
<laughs> but um, it's uh, it's that time of year. I'm going to put some seeds in, and um, yeah, this was pretty uh, pretty long day yesterday. I was moving rocks. Man, that's a workout. Holy smokes! <laughs> moving rocks, just Oof. throwing rocks, big rocks. You know, getting them out of the dirt and moving them. You don't realize how much of a workout that is. But oh yeah, I've been down a real that road. Poor workout. I got to the point where I just put my bobcat in front by the right there by the edge of the garden and just toss them into the bucket. And then uh, when I had a bucket full, then I'd go move them somewhere else. <laughs> oh, you got a bobcat too? I, I used to. I oh. uh, I traded it in on my tractor because I got my my tractor's got twice as big a bucket as the bobcat did. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's a sixty inch wide. It's it's a it's a real tractor. <laughs> it's not one of these little fake ones. <laughs> I mean, the, my my rear tires come up to my chest, so they're. Oh, you know, so what a, what 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 uh, what did that run in? Uh, let's see, thirty grand. Okay. The tractor, the um, front loader. I got a seventy-two inch bush hog for mowing the pastures and stuff. Um, a ballast box on the back in case I have extra load to balance things out. And uh, any hydraulic snow blade, all of that together nice. was about thirty grand. And that was no backhoe attachment. What's that? No backhoe attachment. <laughs> a backhoe <laughs> would have cost me half again as much. Backhoe no, fit on that's attachment. about fifteen thousand. Okay. And I don't have that much use. The only time I need one of those is when one of the horses dies or something. And I've got a neighbor with a, he digs holes for the cemetery. So I just call him up and give him a few bucks and he makes a big hole for me. Um, oh, that's Otherwise great. I can just, I, I asked the guys about that when I, um, when I bought the thing. And they said, most people, they just, you know, we have a rental place right up the street and they'll rent one, you know, a tractor with the backhoe on it. And it's, you know, much more economical because uh, those things are so expensive. That's the, probably yeah. one of the most expensive attachments you can put on a tractor is a backhoe. Really? Yeah, because there's well, so much one. there's you so much tell. hydraulics and all the different things that go into it. Um, pretty pretty heavy duty, but and you don't use them that often normally. You know, I don't. I wouldn't. You know, I can only think of a few things I'd use it for right now where it'd be handy. But, what about a post hole digger? Uh, I've already got you know all my fence in, and they didn't use a post hole digger. They used a pounder. <laughs> These these were six inch diameter and or six or eight eight inch diameter posts with flat ends on both ends and they were like uh, eight feet long, and they came in with a it was a Massey Ferguson that had this thing on the back that was like a pile driver, and they just stand the post up and with about four swipes of this thing it would shove that thing half half of the, half the post was in the dirt, and the other wow. half was it was amazing to watch because I've got. Um, about two acres, two and a half acres of fenced area pasture. And there, I forget how many. They were paced about every 10 feet. So, you know, 600 feet deep and about 150 feet wide, plus a space across the middle to separate them. So there's a lot of posts they pounded. And they did that whole thing. The whole fencing job was done in like two days. Wow. Between pounding the posts and then stringing the wire. But now, after we had that done in 1996, and now a bunch of the corner posts, because they didn't do a good job of using dead men on them and stuff, they're starting to come up and heave out and that kind of thing. So i got to have somebody else come in and redo them all. Kind of a pain in the butt. 
Well, thank uh, God for that Visa card. (laughs) Well, actually, this one's my wife's baby. Uh, She had all that done for the horses, and she's, uh, you know, covering that one. But, uh, yeah, it would be one of those deals. (laughs) But, anyway, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, the tractor comes in handy. I used to put put hay up and uh, because of my hay elevator broke down a few years ago. So I'd stick five bales in it and lift it up to the door, and they could get up there and pull them out and stack them and all that stuff. And three of us, my wife and a buddy of mine, uh, put a hundred and some bales up in about an hour last year uh, doing it that way. I was on the ground, and they were up in the loft. But, yeah, hydraulics are your friend. <laughs> yes, I would say so. Big time. And so are those debit cards, and so are those HUs coming in. Oh, yeah, and I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm surprised my big account hasn't really changed much. Um, it's still coming in about the same numbers it was before, mm-hmm. uh, which really surprised me. I thought it would drop a little bit when they went to the 0. 0.5 to 0. 0.3, but hey, still doing good. And uh, I'm just waiting for the withdrawals to process. But Most of those HUs you're getting on the referral side were, were um, coming from the... Um referral points that you're getting well this one is just this is just a passive one this is my big one that sits down at the bottom there's nobody under it um and it's just the the points from the what i've got in it to bitcoin um but ours ours cutting about half so our neighborhood i'm but i'm going through all that stuff and and you know i gotta wait till they get done here because they gotta reopen that whole thing again because a lot of people didn't get get finished and and uh Mm -hmm. Then they got to get get everything working properly, and um, yeah, you know we're still waiting for pending rewards to be released as right. well. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting on, because that's going to be part of my driveway, <laughs> big part of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. you know, I'm I was just looking. I think if I remember, I went back in the records, and it shows that all these yeah it says they've all been upgraded, except for the last couple of days worth. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah. It, even after that, the numbers are still coming in pretty good. Well, again, way. it's it's a reflection, too, of the uh, work we've done over the time and the volume of um, of uh, uh, membership purchases we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It adds up, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, people want to come in at the bottom of the totem pole, you know, and they made those minimums their maximums because they had to for one reason or another. Right. Uh, it, takes, it takes a while to get it moving. Yep. But the referral thing is works pretty good. You can refer quite a few people and get your HUs pumping pretty fast. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I'm still loving it. Yeah, I want to see I want to see the, um, the the end numbers because I, I still think there's a bunch of people that maybe haven't gotten theirs done yet or something or something's not processing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's they're going to have to do a reconciliation on all the accounts anyway when they're done. You know, it's a big deal. You're talking about over a million yeah. people that they got to do on these accounts and, and more of those accounts. And then they've got to get rid of all those excess accounts that those guys had. Yep. Uh, it's interesting, too, because, um, you know, a lot of people that we had known in other programs actually got into Hyperverse before we did. And I was still very skeptical of the whole thing and, and wasn't willing to take the chance until we really got confirmation it was a, a real program. And... Uh, some of those people had, well, we ran into them and, and uh, 
they said we were doing it all wrong because they had all these accounts that they had taken and they were touting how how wonderful the program was for them because they had all of these accounts and they were using that to rank themselves and we said no that's not going to work and uh, so now we're finding out that it's not working and it's creating a big problem within the system and they were trying to go through and do the you know the um, kyc's to verify who owned what right so one person couldn't have so many accounts that was in the system it says they couldn't do that and uh, they did it anyway so that it's just easier to do the upgrade and change the whole system around and, and make it work better and that's another way of finding out where all these accounts are well, with um, this program you only need one account yeah you really do yeah that, that's the bottom one. line yeah yeah that's that's what i've been saying all along if i had to do over again i'd probably just do one you know it makes it a lot easier these people that it have does. 20 and 30 and more boy go imagine checking all those every day what somebody had 500 yeah. accounts that's 500. crazy that's just, that is insane it's just like you know if they would have put all that in one account they would have had 20 percent you know oh, yeah yeah a lot more lucrative for them <laughs> so it's just the people didn't understand or they're looking at it at an mlm type of Right. or something like that which we're not and uh but that's you know you can't change some some old dogs <laughs> Man, you're consolidating all those down into one. <laughs> oh yeah good yeah. grief yeah i don't know how they're going to do all that stuff but that's going to come after they've made the change on the system the platform i think mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why they can't maintain two systems yeah because yeah, that be the uh, trying to maintain the three X and then try to get them all consolidated, um, it's just not going to work. Besides, the whole base of this thing is a long term program. They want they want something that's going to last for quite a long time, mm-hmm. uh, because they still got that goal of doing this IPO. Right. That's the whole point of this thing. Yeah, and that proves yeah. that they're here for the long run. They're not oh, doing yeah. something short and sweet that's going to crash anytime soon. They're doing everything they can to keep it running you know, is as indefinitely as possible. Right. And I really like what happened here because everything else that we had been in, somebody was collecting money with the supposed idea that they were going to build us a platform. They were going to provide the train, the the mining, they were going to provide the investing. They're going to, they were going to do all this stuff for us. And uh, they were using the funds that we put in the program to actually generate that stuff. These guys aren't doing that. These guys went out and built their $10 billion company first. And then they said, well, you know what? We, we need more customers. So why, why don't we invite people to come in with a membership program? And that's what they did. So they they built the system already, and it's already operating. And we're just being added in as a membership rewards program after they built something. They're not using our funds to build the platform. That's very encouraging. Yeah. And I think it's one of the reasons I can be so so generous with the rewarding program because we went through the numbers last week. I think when we were talking about a comparison of what else is out there and the comparison before, and when you compare this to any kind of a traditional plan, this thing just walks away from it, like the other one standing still. When you can do something in a year still, and you're generating um, uh, sufficient rewards in the program that can convert to all kinds of opportunities. You know, look at look at all the things they keep coming out with that we can participate in, that um, 
they run and operate. They, they do all the heavy lifting. We don't really have to do anything other than understand the program and participate in all the offers that they give us. And all the offers they give us are all in current technology, which is a kind of amazing. There's more there than I really want to mess with, frankly. I mean, there, you know, there's some other guys out there that so just love that's it. just it. I mean, you can come in and, and just be passive or you can, you know, share it with a few people. You can take advantage of any one of these programs that they have, but it's not optional. So somebody might want to get more into be more advanced than, you know, the average person. And it's there for them. It's like you can do whatever level you want, really, to just... Uh, take advantage of their their offerings like did you take advantage of the dogecoin there jim no did the only thing i'm it? doing is just the regular you know rebuys and that kind of <laughs> stuff i haven't done anything yeah. with any of the stuff on the scrolling menus or whatnot yeah i just noticed uh, i think it was yesterday they have a little special on the doge but i have looked into it yeah, I, I saw that. Any a piece or something like that. I saw that, but I, like I said, I haven't done anything with any of those. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that that's a speculation play anyway. They're giving you a, a discount, but um, it's still a speculation play. Mm-hmm. But at least you got a discount, right? And that's the, because they're miners and they can mine all these coins, so it doesn't cost them anything near what it would be if you were in some kind of a Ponzi program. Because they're not really doing anything anyway. And then these other trading programs out there that people say that they're making all these this bucks in. Well, you know, that has not held up either. Because we know people that were doing a bunch of those. And, you know, we hadn't heard about them for quite a while. And then we find out, well, that didn't quite work out. <laughs> you know, it's the same old song, different day. So um, we're happy with it. I'm pleased with it, and I'm going to continue doing it. Um, even that, in addition, you remember Cerule, Jim? Oh, yeah. Have, have you looked at that their website lately? Mm, I've been in the no. back office, but I haven't looked at the outside of it, no. That's, that's really turning out to be quite something, too. They made a lot of improvements in their website, and they also are offering a string of products now that are very comprehensive. And uh, they got a lot of studies and stuff available for people. Uh, they've got all of the studies up on that website now that back up all the claims that they make about their product, mm-hmm. which is very different than most other programs as well. Yeah, They say they have things, and they give you a list of things in the back office if you can find it. But uh, they're really proud of all the research that's been done with their product, and they're, they're putting it out there for everybody to see. So we got a we got a winner there too but it's taken them you know since they changed from new zealand and, and australia and moved everything up here into the u.s out here in irvine california uh it's taken them a while to get their stuff going uh good too as well as making it easy for people to understand and participate in so we got two really good programs to to uh affiliate ourselves with and they work together they're different kinds of things but I'm not going to complain. Yep. People still need a way to maintain their health and uh, nutrition and some of these uh, natural products seem to be a good deal for everybody. And the thing is, is that when whenever these people are losing their jobs, you know, our, our uh, 
people participating in those programs went down quite fast because they just didn't have the extra funds to purchase it, right? Mm -hmm. So now using the um, the membership program, they can not only continue that, they can they, they don't have to worry about where the funding is going to come from. Yeah. And I'm going to these meetings and I'm listening to all these people talk and they're running. We had another governor candidate come over to that meeting and he's guys, Zachy Farms. Have you ever heard of Zachy Farms? Uh -uh. It's a big chicken producer here in California. They were the biggest employer in California for a long time. They went out yeah. of business be, because of the way the state has been running things. And so uh, one of their main guys, they, they've been in California for about 150 years or more uh, doing their, their chicken stuff. And uh, we start talking about different things and he's complaining about the same old problems, but he's trying to run for governor to fix it. And he thinks he's going to change the system because he's a businessman. And uh, the only way you're going to change the system is get out of it and take this stuff away from these people so they can't mess with you. And that's where what Roger teaches comes into play. That's what we've learned about the private membership associations mm -hmm. and the fact that you can change your status and do what we're doing here. I, I think we've got the best thing going ever that, that I've ever seen. Yep. And I have no regrets at eliminating all of my licenses, man. I got rid of all the security stuff. I got rid of all the insurance stuff. I, I'm nothing anymore. I'm not paying those guys any more money because you know what? All they do is get in your way. They yep. they really don't help you. And if you're in a, you're talking to some people to supposedly running your retirement plan and they're, all they have is the same old, same old stuff. Uh, you know, they just uh, add a little, little, little zinger here and a little zinger there. And it's really the same stuff. It doesn't change. And it's all being run under this international global system. There's nothing there to protect anybody from their asset losses. When the, when they go down the tubes, what are they going to do? Where are they going to go? You know, and they say, well, I'm doing really well. I'm, I'm getting all this money. Well, it's all that free money that's pumped into the system that these uh, hedge funds are running. And these big mutual funds are, are using because it's all going into the stock markets. But everything is going to change on a dime. And they're not going to have any answers whatsoever in order to protect themselves. And that's why what we're doing is so important because they're going to be able to participate in the membership program here. If they do it, if they sit around and wait to see what happens, <laughs> uh, you know, you got you to take moves in advance in order to protect yourself. You can't sit and wait to see what's going to happen because you don't know what's going to happen. And the thing is, is that the way things are going, I don't see it on a good path. I think that that's the only thing you can look at. How is it going? It, it's not going well. Why? Because we got all the mismanagement and the enemies in the government. And I really think these people in the government are the enemy. I don't think they're um, out there to do us any favors. Uh, this whole globalist thing is, is really kind of irritating because they don't want to listen to you. Look, look at the thing that the people are waking up with finding out that they don't have any control, that their public servants don't have to listen to them. And they think they're going to change it by voting in a new system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not going to yeah. work. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. I've got uh, all my auto ships with Longevity, Cerule, CTFO. They're all set up on my uh, uh, Hyperpay virtual card. Makes oh, that's nice. really cool. Yeah. Makes um, it nice. All I know is Cerule uh, products are, are just so good. And we haven't been promoting them for quite some time because we've been helping everybody get this going. But uh, yeah, every single month yep. I get a deposit 
in my it's not a lot you know but it's consistent and it's like wow because <laughs> it's been a good year since uh, we've even you know talked about it i bet it's gotta have been so that's good really year. nice I, maybe more than that i think because i don't think uh we've been promoting it in any way shape or form but it's there if people want and want the nutrition yeah between well, they, the are good, uh, they, they are good products that's for sure yeah hey guys i was just gonna add something to that a friend of mine um who's also um he builds um uh, a health product business as well and it's not us a rule but she was just saying you know for all people like us that are aware of what's going on in the world we we need to keep um, we need to keep things going. We need to be part of this program even more so, so that we can keep getting our products because um, we're going to want to keep our minds and our bodies as healthy as possible during the troublesome times. Because really, it's going to be a lot more stressful when when stuff really kicks in, and um, and we want to still be able to you know feel good and strong and you know protect those that we love in the world that we're living in so it's even more um beneficial to have you know like our program like hyperverse to keep going and so that we can keep getting our our best products because we're not exactly. going to stop that right 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 and that john, that's john here on wisconsin thanks for the info and sarge you too um, who I just got an interesting call or come come across my desk from a, a man who's got 111 million in his ether. It's it's from a theory, maybe Ethernet. I'm not sure what he was trying to track. He was having a hard time with it, and I said, "Well, you know, I've got some friends I know that that would probably know. I don't know if the the folks higher up in uh, Hyperverse might be." interested in helping them out and, and, and educating them what the best route would be maybe drop your link in chat and i can reach out to you and, and give you a, give you his intro yeah that's not a problem i don't know if you I don't, if, you're in the, if you put stuff in chat or, or maybe through sarge's telegram but uh he started yeah, out he yeah. bought it in ethereum ethereum uh, ethereum and then uh uh, he he told me I, it was I didn't I didn't write down what exactly he said it went into Ethernet or something but um when, you know so the last time he checked it was at 111 million <laughs> I thought well that's a good problem to have hmm. yeah no complaints uh, you know Ethereum's been the thing that's got these smart contracts going but it still hasn't grown up yet there's still a lot more coming that they're supposedly going to do. I'm not a fan of either. I really, and most of that stuff. You know, in the early days when they were talking about these decentralized activity programs, the, the DAOs, we looked into it. Um, I don't. I, I can't remember exactly how long. That was when we were dealing with that that guy over in uh, Estonia in Russia. Can't remember his name right now. He's the guy that got sick, remember, in his company, his, his, the guy that ran the company, took the company from him while he was ill. Yes, remember that that one, Kathy? Hmm? Yes. Yeah. And he ended up uh, losing everything to the guy that he brought into this company to manage it while he was uh, under medical care. And so he was real excited about getting into it. And right about that time, 
somebody had ripped off Ether of 60 million, something like that. And they did it legally. I mean, he didn't do anything uh, against the rules or anything like that. And so what they did was they reversed the chain. You know, the, the whole point about these blockchains is, is that they're not reversible. They're supposed to be locked in. So what they did was they went back prior to that time and did a fork. And, and, and it changed the whole direction of the company. I'm not excited about that. That bothers me. And so um, the whole DAO system failed right at that point. And then it really went down quite a lot, quite a bit because of that. And then it kind of started coming back up, and they came up with a smart contract idea. And now that seems to be proliferating. But there's so many little things that have to happen to make all that stuff work. And, and if you go listen to Andreas Antonopoulos, he says it's, it works, but you know you've got to be real careful about who's doing what because if any one of those six things that have to happen don't happen simultaneously you know, it could crash the whole system. So um, if he's got everything in Ethereum, he might want to consider changing something and just hedging Absolutely. it. Yeah, with never all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. So that's the same thing I'm saying about people and their private pensions and, and their, their 401ks, 457s, 403bs. You've got to protect it against the devaluation of the dollar and the inflation of the dollar. And, and it looks like you still have a lot of funds in there because it's a big number, but it doesn't buy anything. They devalue it. It's still a dollar, but it doesn't buy what it used to buy. And people really don't concentrate on that. They think, well, I got enough for now. But, you know, you might not. It, overnight, you could lose all of it, really. Substantial power. Nobody wants it. And so by hedging it, by using something like Hyperverse, you don't have that fluctuation. You don't, you don't have the problem of not being able to convert it into something that people are actually using. And that's one of the things I like about Hyperverse the best is because these guys operate on an international basis. They're not building their international business. It's a 10 billion plus international business that they're actually creating more and improving all the time. And if there's another currency out there that the world moves to, they're already going to be in it. I mean, they've got fingers in everything on every country. They know what's going on. And if the dollar goes down the tubes very quickly, like it looks like they're intending to do, well, we can move to something else because the world will move to something else. And when it does, I like to have choices. I'd like to, maybe they come up with a basket of currencies they want to do. I kind of like that idea now at this point. But we're going to be okay because we have access to those markets through the digital system. Uh, the person who is using USD uh, doesn't. They're going to be stuck with USD, and if it's devalued and we, all of a sudden we lose the VIC that we get on every transaction on the planet, um, you're stuck. You don't have any choices. Uh, so that's one of the reasons they're going to come out with their so-called digital coins. The, every country is going to have its own digital coin, and it's going to be fully tracked and traceable. I, I, I like being in the national status and, and getting out from under that whole mess and not have to worry about what we're doing and where we're going. And that's why I urge people to look at it and at least do something with it. Get get your foot in the door because uh, it's going to pay off. It's it's just like uh, when you're when you're going to hedge something like that, you don't have to put everything into it. You just put something into it, you know, 10 percent, 20 percent, something like that and balance it based upon the potential risk. And people keep thinking that we're strong and we're not going to go down. They really, 
don't really understand what happened and how the banks destroyed this country in the first part of the century, the 19th century. They created that whole mess. And if you don't think that that's true, all you have to do is look up the Norman Dodd video with uh, Ed Griffin. He did an interview with Norman Dodd, who happened to be in the banking system at the time. And he tells you what's, what was going on. He tells you what happened. Um, and then finally, Bernanke came out and admitted that they caused the crash. But when was that? That was, what, 1980, 90, something like that, when he was uh, there. He, and he also admitted that they made it worse. Well, that was their intention. The average guy suffered. They lost all their properties. You had massive migration from the farm countries. You had all the droughts and stuff. You know, it's just a nightmare. If you just go back and look at those times. Look at the pictures from those times. People think that can't happen today. It certainly can. And you've got to have some way to hedge yourself. This is the perfect tool to do that with. Simply because we can be in an international market through the hyperverse system because we're underneath the hyper we are a part of the hypertech companies and these guys create these these products that allow us to use our rewards to convert to any currency we want to convert to that's tremendous you can't take your destroyed usd and turn around and say you're going to get something for it because you won't buy anything and um, if anybody has any questions about that or want to look into it more, you should do so just, just to convince yourself that there you've got to do something different than just have everything in a dollar. There's, it's, it, it's just not going to be that way. Just look at the confusion that's in the whole administrative uh, Biden administration and the things they're doing with Ukraine. And they, they've got millions of people invading our country through the southern border and they want to go over and fight in Ukraine. I mean, these guys are nuts. Uh, you've got to do something to protect yourself, period. Do something. Don't just let your funds sit in, in a dollar situation or be tied into one digital currency. And that's what I love about it, because we can convert our coins into any coin uh, through the, through the uh, Hypertech group. If anybody has any questions about that, let's yes. discuss it. I have a question or some questions. Now, I, I'm, I'm new to this show. I follow Roger. And um, this is the first time I've listened to this show. Uh, well, congratulations. Uh, someone said, Welcome. I don't know if it was you. Well, thank you very much. Um, someone mentioned that you should do something with your pension. Um, I'm retired from the state of Texas. And I have a, an, an annuitized pension with them. Is there? I don't know if there's anything I can do with that. Is there something that you know of that I can do to protect myself? Yes. You, what you want to do is you want to start taking some of the uh, cash flow that's generated by that pension right now and start moving it into the Hyperverse system. And start telling other friends of yours about the same thing, people that are on the same pension system that they need well, to do something to protect themselves. Well, I am taking distribution. I'm retired already. So yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, and I, re I live off of my annuitized. Um, of of I, course. So. Do you have Social Security too? Not yet. Okay. Well, take your Social Security as soon as you can. Don't wait. Don't wait? 
No, absolutely not. If you're if you're 62 or over, take it. Get it really? started, and start taking that and putting it into hyperverse. There's your hedge right there. So you're saying take the distribution that I get, which uh, th that's the part that I live off. You're no, saying I'm taking. Take so it. I said take your Social Security. You said you're not taking Social Security right now. Right, I'm not. Okay. You're Are saying you take it and then use the distribution instead of living off of it. Uh, put it in hyperverse, which I'm not familiar with what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, you can go. Uh, Jim's got some videos over there on his uh, page. Jim, DIY wealth. Yep. Your DIY, DIY wealth. And uh, I'm I'll sorry, put the link you have talked over each other. You. What did you say? It's Y O U R. DIY, like do it yourself. Wealth. Y, Y, F is in Frank. DIY, do it yourself. Your, Y O U R, DIY, like do it yourself. Health, mm -hmm. H, or wealth, I'm sorry, W E A L T H, your DIY wealth.com. Okay. And you click the hyperverse tab, and there's videos there that show uh, what's going on, what the program is, how it works, and, um, then if you have any questions, you can get, uh, there's a link there to, send, you know, send me an email or whatnot, and we'll get you hooked up. Now, is this to do with digital, uh, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin stuff? No. No, that's oh, okay. why you need to watch the videos, because okay. what we do is we get, pay this is a rewards program. It's very much like uh, an airline program or anybody else. You... Um, if you fly, take a flight someplace, you get rewarded so many points. If you get their debit card or credit card, you can get more points. They call them miles, I think. And they can be they can be converted into goods and services that you can get. But they're not paying you anything. They're giving you rewards. And those rewards are convertible into another asset kind of thing or a product. It's the same here. And you get rewards. And those rewards are convertible. And there are ways to enhance your rewards. You can do that by what doing what we call a rebuy. Every day you get a daily payment made to you every day, and you use that to rebuy to build up the payments that you get from it. And the videos will go through all that stuff. It's best if you okay. watch the videos and then okay. then start asking questions from there on that point. Okay. And the videos and are at this website. Learn about right. Uh, okay. I, I know a lot of people are not there. They have Social Security benefits, and they've bought into the idea that they're going to be better off if they wait to take it till mm -hmm. later mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know if if the everything crashes we may get a social security payment but it may not buy anything so, so you need to put it into something that is not going to have that problem mm -hmm. and that's what the hyperverse helps you do okay uh, you that's know I, awesome. I even had people years ago when we were just talking about bitcoin and they, they were eligible to take social security and they didn't and then, you know, it shot way up in price. I mean, it's down right now a little bit, but it's still spectacular in terms of overall gain. And they could have participated in all that, but they didn't because mm -hmm. they wanted to see if they could get a higher Social Security payment by waiting. Mm -hmm. They just they lost thousands and thousands of dollars of gain simply because they wouldn't take their Social Security now. They're, they bought into the idea, delay, 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 delay. You know, well, you know, mortality tables don't lie. People die. As my wife is an example of that. She never collected a dime on her Social Security. She paid in all her life. They just kept it. 
And the other thing is, is that when you've got a pension program, I don't know if you have any survivor benefits associated with it. Uh, when they, yeah. when you, when you die, all that, those funds go back into the, that are remaining, go back into the program. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know if you have something you want to pass on to other people. Um, at least you can build that here. But when you see see how it works, I think you get a better idea. But you'll have questions. You know, the first time through it, it, it it's new and it's different. There's nothing else like you've seen out there before. But you you just be assured that it's a major international corporation that they built without us. They just asked us if we want to join because it doesn't matter what kind of product you have and how big your company is. If you don't have customers, you don't have anything. It's just a bunch of capital sitting there being idle. And their membership reward program is to offer us the ability to get involved with pre-market offers on things that they create digitally. And also they help us because they are mining uh, digital coins. They mine millions of them. They mine $15 billion worth of Bitcoin already. Um, In addition to all kinds of other coins that they make available to us at discounts. So there's a lot to, to see here and a lot you can do to enhance your security, financial security. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I just really don't like at all, I always try to get people to plan without even thinking about Social Security. Because, again, the government can turn it off anytime it wants. What if they say, well, you're not going to get your Social Security check unless you're uh, vaccinated? Do you want to be mm-hmm. subject to that? You know, I don't trust these guys. Right. Look at the crap they're throwing at us right now. If you know this is bad, and, and and what they can ratchet this up anytime they want, and and people are out here in California. The governor Newsom's crazy. You know, if he's finally getting beaten back a little bit, and he's having some losses, but uh, these are these people are tyrannical to say the least, and they're getting away with it. And just like uh, Germany right now won't shut off the gas from Russia, <laughs> they can't. That was all predicted in advance. And yet they went ahead and did that stupid thing anyway. It's the same here. Everybody's on the financial tit. That once you're on the government tit, everybody gets lazy and they just go along to get along. And Americans have been told for years and years, ever since I can remember, the boogeyman is coming. And every time you turned around, there was a crisis. Every time they talk about a government program, it's a war. War on poverty. Remember that? It was the Johnson and the guys doing that stuff. The war on this, war on that. Americans, after a while, get tired of hearing it, and they just don't hear it anymore. They say, well, nothing ever happens. They say, we got to do this, and well, let's wait and see what happens. Nothing ever happens. And they keep doing it over and over and over. It's just at some point, they're going to say and make it happen. That's the whole point, is to get you asleep. I'm sounding the alarm. I'm saying I'm seeing what's happened in, the, in my financial practice. It doesn't pay for people to plan to build these pension programs. Why? Because they devalue the funds. You lose purchasing power on those funds. So a lot of people take risk. They go try to use hedge funds. They go try to use option techniques. All of that stuff is pretty dangerous in terms for most people. And when you get these payment streams, we had one woman in California already. Uh, she got a 60% cut in her pension, which they shouldn't be able to do, but they did it. I don't remember the name of the town anymore right now, 
that everybody in that town up there got a a 60% cut in their pension payments. She went from 50,000 to $19,000 a year. Wow. And she couldn't go back to work. So what does she do? Well, she's sitting there crying, wondering what she's going to do. We don't really know what's happened to her because we never really followed up on it. But there's the example right there. Every single government pension is underfunded. There is no money to pay those benefits. If you if you if you don't think that that's true, all you have to do is go to YouTube, and you type in the search is pension crisis. And if you want to know about California, like the Public Employee Retirement System (PERS), so PERS pension crisis, and video after video. When we first did that, um, there were they used to tell you how many hits you got, how many uh, positive hits were for pension crisis. It was in, in excess of seven hundred and fifty thousand for pension crisis, and it's all over the world, all over the Western world. And we even know that the uh, sounds like somebody's dragging a drain cover. Um, the ladies mute themselves. Whoever's preparing food. Is that what it is? That's what it sounds like. Sorry. No. Oh. Anyway, um, after a while, they were no longer reporting that number. But you just go over there and look. We even have a short little couple of videos that describe the uh, public employees retirement system here in California. It's it, it doesn't have enough money to sustain itself. I mean, I even saw a publication from the teachers, the STRS program back back early in in the 90s. And they're right there on the front page. It had a picture of a big egg and it was all cracked into pieces. <laughs> the egg is falling apart. And the pensioners are looking at a question, you know, scared that they're going to lose their pensions there. But no, no, they're going to pay their pensions. But with what value? You, you can see how the prices are going up, but the pension payments aren't going up. You're losing purchasing power right there. So I wouldn't sit and wait for anything that's going to come from the government. I would take my Social Security benefit. And in fact, I did. When I became Social Security eligible, bam, I, I was taking it right there. And I still have people argue, say, no, no, I'm just going to wait. I'll get more money if I wait. Okay. In the meantime, I've been able to do all this with my Social Security money, and they're doing nothing. And in the meantime, it's just going down the tubes. So that's the rationale behind it. That's that's why I'm saying this. Anyway, please do look into it. And anybody else that's going to do that out there, do it. If people have become dependent if they've taken their Social Security money and they're up their lifestyle because, hey, ain't it great? I'm retired and I got all these funds coming in. You got to do something to hedge those funds because they're not sustainable. They're not going to be permanent. And you're going to lose purchasing value. Anybody disagree with that? I guess not. Well, anyway. I agree with you, John. I, I put in the chat, I said, people who wait on Social Security will get more numbers, but they will get less value, less wealth, relatively speaking. Exactly. Exactly. You know, they keep, they keep telling you, oh, Russell, we're going to run out of money. You know, they they quit used to send out statements all the time. Uh, uh, and they were telling you, you know, we have enough money to pay Social Security to this date. They don't do that anymore. So, 
I guess that's the best thing people can do right now to protect themselves. It's the easiest thing if you have if you're not taking your Social Security benefits. Then there's other people that have pension programs, but they don't have any Social Security in them because you weren't obligated. The municipalities and stuff weren't obligated to take so you know do Social Security stuff. They could create their alternative program, and I think the railroad pensions are like that. Uh, I think the team, some of the Teamster stuff was like that. You know, they even in order to get more money funding come in, you know, the military didn't have a Social Security contribution. And then they changed that. They started taking funds from the Defense Department in order to put them into Social Security money so they could reduce the overall pension demand under their military side. And so, you know, they they keep fudging. And then, you know what they did, these these guys? (laughs) They figured out that if they paid us one day later, they could save a whole years of payments. So we used to get paid um, on the end of the month. And so what they did was they just waited till the first of the month. And then we just lost a whole payment, right? Right automatically. It didn't feel like it because we got a check, but we just lost a whole payment that we didn't get because they moved it to the first of the month. Aren't these guys smart? <laughs> uh, this is, uh, you know, I think there was a law firm that's what was it called? Cheatham Howe and something else. Can we dick them and how? Okay, that one's good too. Do we cheat them and how? Yeah, that's good too. Anyway, I don't have anything else to add, you guys. We've been here for about an hour. That should that should be enough. Tanya, you got anything you want to add? Kathy, you want to add? Tanya would like to talk for a while. Well, Oh, get up to your mic, hon. Can't hear you. I am right up against my computer. If I was any closer, I would be making out with it. And you just came in very strong. So. Really good, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So, I don't know. It's it's the bro- best program on the planet. And, I mean, it, if this wasn't alive right now, I don't know what we would have to look forward to. We definitely need something like this. Um, not having faith in where the financial system is going is um, not a happy thought for anyone. And, um, you know, as long as we have this community alive, let's nourish it. Let's keep it going. Let's help people get educated about how they can do it. And, um, you know, ring in the new world, as we would put it, because this is this is how it's going to be anyway. So we might as well get a head start on it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's the one thing I've found that works for everybody that gets involved with it. And that's no joke. I mean, any of these other programs, it's like one person was always getting ahead or something, you know, and, and that's like typical MLM or or any of those. Um, but here, everybody is successful. Everybody, straight across the board, you know, some some, if you want to, if you feel like sharing it with others, yeah, you get a little more uh, benefits. They just accelerate your awards, rewards back to you a little bit quicker. But um, this is one where, yeah, you can really actually come in and remain passive, just do your own thing. And you're going to be blessed. It's also a really good way for people to get involved in the crypto world without fully understanding it right away and without the volatility, which is, you know, what a lot of people worry about. I hear a lot of friends that hold a little bit of crypto and they think, oh, I made some, I lost it all. 
And then that was the end of their venture. Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't need to happen that way, you know, but it's the feeling that they get after that happens. And then they're not, you know, they don't get excited again. And it's something that they don't realize exists as them, you know, as an option for them. Right. A program like this. Most people just want to run out and, and buy a little Bitcoin or something and, and uh, not ever learn anything about it, you know, but I love the uh, back office that they provide here with all the little short videos and, and they walk you through everything, you know, uh, what is a blockchain, what is a Bitcoin, what is, you know, <laughs> and the, the list goes on and on, you can actually become certified uh, just by watching all these little short videos, they're only like two, three minutes long, some of them, and uh, do your little questions at the end there, and, and next thing you know, you can you know, earn a certificate. So that's pretty cool. Um, That's their goal is to get in and and train the governments all over the world and the people all over the world what we're doing and what is blockchain uh, because everybody is going to the blockchain. It's just like I was talking to my mom the other day. She's 97 and uh, she still lives on her own and thank God, you know, uh, she goes, now, I just heard that Ecuador went to this coin you're doing, this thing, you know. <laughs> and, uh, that was pretty cute. Like, uh, so, I mean, people her age are starting to hear about, you know, cryptocurrencies. And, and they, they might not understand them yet, but the word's getting out there, you know, uh, which is pretty cool. Getting more and more. The yeah, I think the I, I'm appreciating the. You what? But yeah, I think that that's what people really need is that education that comes along with the program, which is the godsend, because yeah, you know, yeah. understanding it all is is it's a lot to wrap your head around, but it's all there. It's and, and just sit there and watch a video and, you know, update your knowledge. Yeah, and you can. Uh, you can learn while you earn, you know, and uh, it really is possible here. I mean, you don't have to know a thing about it. Just know how to log into your back office. You can do well, that. They're, they're, you're far ahead of the game for a lot of people. When they're when they're participating with Hyperverse, they're not really in crypto. They're in a membership rewards program doesn't change, then the numbers are fixed, it's easy to understand, but they give you access to information of how to use the blockchain, how to integrate yourself and learn as you go to, to learn about using so-called crypto and digital technologies. I have no illusions about it. I think the governments have been wanting to do this for a long time because they look at it as a way to track everything you're doing. And uh, this is a way to be able to do things kind of outside that program because when we're when we're dealing and in, in using our rewards that we get back because we're a member of the hypertech group that 10 billion dollar conglomerate they offer a something called the mars uh, mall uh, they have the mars university and the mars mall and that is designed to compete with uh, amazon and um, Alibaba. Alibaba on a worldwide basis. 
and uh, they're not using it right now, but it was open. I think, Tanya, you went over and you looked at it and saw what you could do with it. Uh, but they integrate those programs in here for us as well. Those are one, some of the companies that when we get the 30 million members that they want in this membership program are going to be part of the initial public offering that's going to be the largest uh, blockchain um, offering on the planet. And all the companies are developing, we're all going to get a piece of that by being members. So we've got a future here. They've got a they've got a plan laid out and they're actually working their plan and they're allowing us to participate because we become their customers. And they, and because they're rewarding us really well, we're able to use those rewards to get goods and services through the system that they're building. So you're at the beginning of a, of a major, major program, unlike anything else on the planet. And it's, you guys, it's not, yeah. Can I say something? Um, yeah. I'm, I, I'm a follower of Christ and, and um, I'm trying to navigate all of this crazy crap uh, at the end times to, to avoid right. the mark of the beast and all that. So um, this stuff that you're talking about, hyper, whatever, I can't remember, um, are you sure that I don't know? I'm hoping y'all are Christians or whatever, but I, um, all of us are. I I'm sorry. I think all of us are. Good. So, should should we not be concerned at all about getting involved with blockchain? I, I don't know. I'm just asking. Well, you know the way I look at it. Okay, my kids—they're well in their 30s now. Uh, they were going to lose their jobs unless they took this mark of the beast jab that their right. employees were forcing on them. And this mm -hmm. gave them freedom of choice. They didn't have to depend mm -hmm. on anybody to, uh, you know, in order to feed their, their children and their, their families. And, uh, you know, I, I look at it as a, as a godsend, really. Uh, it's been the answer for so many people around the world. Uh, some of those testimonies from people in third world countries that are uh, in this program, uh, they're just, they're so, I mean, you better have your Kleenex with you because you're going to be leaking at your eyes, you know. I mean, it's just, I, I, I can't say life changing because that's not in compliance, but that's what they've said and um, true stories all over the place. We have... Uh, people involved here that just love paying it forward so they're bringing on entire churches uh, because churches are always the ones in need of funding to help the community uh, more so yeah it just it, you know money in the hands of uh, good people can do tremendously good things and I thank God every night for the abundance that he sent to us through this and uh, giving me another day here on earth to uh, to be here and share it with people because people all over the place are hurting on different levels, you know. So I, I think it's a good thing. Well, I've been after the New World Order since I've been a little boy and I know others have been thinking about the end times for quite a while. And if you we're not to the stage yet where we're going to be in such dire need that we're all going to be kind of destitute and living at the hand of God uh, to take care of us. Um, 
I think that's a, that's kind of a ways off yet. But whatever is in Scripture that says it's going to come to pass, it's going to come to pass. It doesn't matter what we do here. You're not avoiding anything. You can't avoid what... The only way you can change it is if everybody would turn around and get get back under God. And they're not going to do that. And that's why we're going to end up in that situation. Because... Uh, these these things are going to happen because they've been written in scripture they're going to happen and it says that there we're going to be very destitute people i don't know when that's going to happen but at some time it is and so what you want to make sure is is that uh you, you're right with god to begin with a lot of people say they they just roll their own religion you know they, they'll take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and they want to be so-called spiritual but they don't want to follow the teachings of christ really per se uh, you got to read the bible about this stuff they all say that that's the word of God, and they and all the all the Christian religions profess it, but it seems like there's you know like there's thirty thousand so-called denominations, and they all have their own interpretation of what's supposed to be a straight and forward book, right? So I'm 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 tired of waiting for the new world order. It's it's here, it's coming. I want to do what I can at the term that at, at where I'm at at the, this point in time to do the best I can to protect myself as best I can and responsibly. This has been a learning curve. We've done this for a long time, made a lot of mistakes, and um, we are now beginning to recover all of the stuff we lost um, because now we, we know when we have a good one. And so I can't say, listen, if all of a sudden we have seven nuclear hits on this country and everybody gets hit, you know, life as we know it ends. There's nothing we can do about it. You got to do what you can do now to protect yourself and do the best you can and try to go with the flow at the same time, trusting God for everything else. That's my view. And trusting him for everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess my point is I just don't want to make them, you know, I've, I'm a knowledge seeker. I've been awake for decades uh on the process of being awake awake can you know that's uh relative but um uh i just want to make sure i'm always on the right side of the almighty that's that's my concern and you know uh lucifer tr is his what he, what his major talent is is deception so i just want to make sure that i'm not gonna be tricked into something that's not pleasing yeah well, i think what we're witnessing right now with these um i call them weapons of mass destruction this uh this jab there is i mean lucifer is definitely behind all of that mm -hmm. i uh, agree but yet go ahead i'm sorry Yet I'm disappointed because my I have two sisters who uh, they're they're religious and uh, Christian, very religious, and they both got the jab. I was in tears when I found out. But see, yeah. but it concerns yeah. me how easily people can be deceived. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Scripture says father against son, brother against mm -hmm. brother. Mother yep. against, you know, parents against their kids. This, the, yep. You just saw it happen. You just seen yeah. it happen. But yeah. I was listening to a sermon the other day, and um, they were saying, you know, we were not um, given, 
really informed uh, knowledge on this this vax either, and mm -hmm. therefore repent, yeah, repent and ask forgiveness like, right now, and uh, you know, pray for His mercy and. Um, Clarity you know, we're getting thing. so much interference, Kathy, from the background. There's a lot of background noise. Something's going on. I just oh, I just muted one of the speakers because there's she's doing stuff in the background. If you're if you're not actively engaged in speaking, please mute yourself. And if you are unmuted, make sure that you're not doing a bunch of stuff in the background like dishes and cleaning things and whatnot because the microphones pick that stuff up almost as well, if not better, than your actual voice. Topic right. good. <laughs> yeah, they do. Please <laughs> forgive me. Well, that's okay. It just, you know, just a just a point. <laughs> it makes for a lot better. People can understand each other better that way. Somebody uh, needs to say something. I heard. Skip, did you I have something you wanted to say? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, if 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 the young Christian lady, uh, are you familiar with Psalm ninety one? I, excuse me. I find if you recite that, um, your things will improve in your life. It, 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 it's scripture. It's scripture's writing of God's promise to us. So I use it frequently, and my life improves in different areas. I find my keys. I'm a better driver. I make better purchases. In this case, and. Uh, and my health is my health is good. I'm 70 years old, and uh, everything improves in practicing the recite the reciting of Psalm 91. I believe you'll find that. And you gave us some fascinating Thank you. stories on that Psalm 91. Um, I think that was you. Yeah. Say well, it again. I, I'm I, sorry. Um, you gave us some really fascinating testimonies. Yes. Too, on uh, people all over using Psalm 91. And uh, what what a beautiful bunch of testimonies we were hearing. I'll be happy to send the young lady a, uh, a, a book on it, uh, the military version. All the miracles are... That, that would be great. All the miracles are documented in the military. So you, you, you can't argue with them. It's, it's uh, documented in the military. So if you can get your street address to me somehow, I will be happy to send it to you. How can I do that? Um, and, and, uh, through, through Sarge, through Sarge, I guess. I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to give you my address, but I don't know. If you want to send me a, um email, yeah. Uh, Hypersarge, H-Y-P-E-R-S-A-R-G-E, hypersarge at gmail.com. And uh, I'll forward it on to Skip. Very good. Okay. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, if uh, nobody has anything else to, to bring up, uh, let's call it a day. Before you do that, John, let me uh, throw something in here real quick. Um, I don't know if you guys were on when we talked about Volta Wireless a while back. Um, it's a system that a guy has come out with that basically puts uh, three-level 256-bit AES encryption on all of your phone and data. 
and uh, they have a program I've applied for it and got approved for, for their affiliate program so basically I just put the link in the chat room on both um, Jitsi and uh, Skype so um, you can look at it there basically and if you Great. sign up through that one you'll get a $30 discount on your first month's service uh, I'm working on getting the owner of the company on the show. Um, I've been emailing him and his uh, 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 the guy that handles his media appearances. So we're still working on dates, but hopefully in the next week or two, uh, if all goes well, we'll get him on and uh, have the from the horse's mouth talking about how this system works. But basically, you can use it with your existing iPhone or Android and uh, just by downloading their app and getting either a SIM card from them or an eSIM, which you can download and start using immediately, um, you have complete uh, encryption of your um, phone service, texting, and data. And it also includes a VPN service that you can use on up to six different devices at the same time. Um, and it's very reasonable. It's $39.99 a month, basically, for their World Traveler, which gives you uh, service, uh, high-speed data, unlimited text, unlimited phone in 200 different countries. So, including the U.S. <laughs> and uh, it's it's a really cool system. And uh, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew about it. Uh, like I said, the link's in both the chat for uh, for. Uh, Skype for you guys, uh, John, Kathy, and Tanya, and everybody else. It's in the Skype um, chat, or it's in the uh, Jitsi chat. And I also put the links on both my websites. So if you go to either yourdiyhealth.com, it's at the top of the homepage, and yourdiywealth.com, it's at the top of the Hyperverse page. And I'm also going to put it in the other spots, but I just haven't had time to do all that yet. But you can just click on those links, and it'll take you right to the website where you can learn more and uh, sign up and get the uh, $30, $30 discount on the first month if you want to do that. Okay. So, anyway, just uh, want to right. throw that out there before uh, beforehand. And, uh, Kay, if you happen to be listening, I sent you an email since you had asked me about it directly. Um, it's on its way to you. But I signed up for it, and I have, uh, I have it working on one of my phones, and it works like a charm. And uh, it's really cool. Last, last night I was listening to Mel Kay, and she had on, uh, what's his name, Voorhees. What he's done, uh, he's come together, he's, he created an, his own app, and it can bring all your favorites together. Like if you listen to BitChutes or YouTubes or uh, whatever platform your favorite, you know, the War Room or whatever, you know, uh, they can all be... You can be notified when one of your favorites posts a new thing, so you don't have to log in and check into all these different places. It's pretty slick. Um, I'll get you the information on that too. And uh, cool. I can't remember the name of the program. Something up, thumbs up, or something like that. But that's a freebie, isn't it? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. So and and you can even have yourself broadcast on on their your, your program. Cool. They'll add you into their uh, little database. Yeah, it's all truth tellers, truth seekers, and and uh, the non-censored. They can't get kicked off of of this platform ever. You know, like they did YouTube. So many of them. So yeah, a lot of good things coming out. 
but I'll, I'll get you that information. Yeah, every time the enemy tries to do something new, we just go around it. Yep. Do something else. And that's the beauty Make of Hyperverse it is it gets you out of their system. It's totally outside. It it's untrackable, untraceable, and untaxable. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. Lots right. of insight today, oh, guys. Sarge. That's awesome call. Yep. Okay, thank you. Uh, I, somebody one question, else have a Sarge, question? Was it Skip Boston that offered the book? Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate that, Skip. Welcome. Yeah, you sent you sent us one too, didn't you? I, you got me one of those. Yes, I did. Yeah, thank you very much. You're Good. very welcome. Praise God. Yeah. And one of those days, one day we were talking about that. We were we were reading the whole thing. Uh, we went and found it online, and we were all talking about it. It's an awesome it's good book. Deal. I've read it. Th I've read it three times in three months. Cool. Somebody else had a question. I'm looking forward to having it. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll get that, it. I think I'll get it out something. to you as soon as I get your street address. Sounds great. Cool. Thank you so much. I'm gonna keep your sisters in prayer. Um, yeah, just I just think you know. Father, forgive them because they know not what they do. The innocent ones that are taking this uh, out of fear, you know, and, and fear is an abomination to oh, yeah. the Lord, you know. Yeah. You and it's what the evil ones, they feed off of our fears. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. If you listen to that idiot that's running New York right now, uh, the crap that she was putting out when she was talking to some of the churches about how this is, you know, God wants you to get jabbed and all this stuff. And oh, <laughs> oh my I goodness, heard that. I heard you talk that. about like, stupid on a controlled stick. opposition. She's gonna get striking down. Yeah, just watch. Yeah, but um, and those people were eating it up. Have you heard what was his name, Doctor Adair? His findings on the. Um, Snake venom. Yeah, Dr. Corey Dr. came Artis. out with. Yes, yeah, Dr. Artis. Artis. Dr. Corey uh, came out with a pretty good rebuttal to all that. Hmm. Pierre Corey. I'm very skeptical of it being in the. I, it, yeah, I was skeptical of it to begin with, but now Dr. Corey's come out with a, a, a solid piece uh, about it. How can we find information about what Dr. Corey is saying? Well, if I had the link here in front of me, I, I would tell you. I just I don't know where the link is because I just saw it in passing. But uh, he's a America, one of the frontline doctors, and I think he's pretty available. So I'm sure he's going to be out there talking about it. And what's his rebuttal? I didn't read it. He just I I read the little blurb that's on the front and went on past it. Okay, got to read the articles. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what we have to do is go find that article and listen to it. Yeah. See what he has to say. Just so much coming out at us from every direction. I just uh, pray that you're uh, on Bannon's war room. Um, there's a gal on there who uh, her name is Wolf, Dr. Wolf, and she is um, she's quite the liberal uh, for, for a long time. But um, she has a huge team of people with a whole bunch of attorneys going through all those Pfizer documents that have been released. Man, they they knew in advance there is so much information that they knew exactly what was going to happen to all these people. 
and they oh, they yes. openly lied about everything. And that group of people are gonna they're going after him. Nikki Aya has his own little podcast. He's in uh, Hyperfund to Hyperverse, and uh, his uh, he did a, a podcast yesterday and had this father on. Uh, his daughter Grace was killed by the, the killing field, and uh, she was just 19 years old. He, he has a tremendous story. If you want to go look up Nick, Nick Yaya, and uh, so he's on BitChute. Yeah, BitChute. So we need to see about getting him a spot over here on the radio with you, Jim. Who's that? Nick Yaya. Who? <laughs> name is Nick, and his last name is Yaya. Y A Y A. Nick Yaya. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wasn't well, there a movie about that? The Yaya Group, or something like that? I haven't heard of that. Yaya Sisterhood Traveling Pants, or something like that. Yeah. Right. It was anyway, a pretty good movie, uh, actually. Nick uh, goes <laughs> to a lot of these meetings down in. Um, Oh, Orange County, where John goes. Every Back when week. I was teaching, we'd send the kids outside to get their yayas out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called the Yaha Yaya Sisterhood or some something like that. Of the traveling yeah. pants. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Oh, there's Robert. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hello. I know you anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to get him uh, on here. Hi, baby. Tell the world hello. Yeah, it's the interesting thing about Nick, too, is he took a long time looking at the Hyperverse program. And, uh, you know, after a little while there, man, he just jumped in with both feet and is really loving it. Yep. We got a whole group of people out here that are working with it. Yeah. And that's that's why I like getting into these so-called freedom groups because they're all looking for ways to protect themselves and and be able to stand up and rebut all this information that's coming at them. But constantly is what you hear is is well I, I have to do it because I got to have a job. Well, this is the way out of that mess. You start working on this, and then you don't have to be afraid because something happens. You've got an answer. You've got something to fall back on. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, and it depends on... Well, Jim knows that up close and personal with his wife, who was a nurse, didn't want to get the job. Absolutely, you know. You have some... I, I guess she's gotten another job now. But how long was she in nursing at that one place? I lose Jim. Oh. Say that. I don't know. Say what? She's talking about your wife on the nursing, you know, that she had uh, concerned, you were concerned, you guys were concerned about funds. Having to... I kept telling her, I said, you don't have to go back to work. <laughs> Everything is, you know, her big thing was health insurance of all things. I said, good grief. You know. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is. And she just likes doing what she's doing, which... Well, she loves people. And there's a huge difference there. It's just not part of the, mm-hmm. the machine, you know. Yeah. So, but it's nice that she's got freedom of choice. Yeah. That's a big thing. 
Yeah. Because so many don't. Anytime she wants to, she can stop. That's awesome. That's why we need to keep letting everybody know that they do have choices. They don't have to be stuck with that or, you know, choose to take the mark of the beast or or eat, you know, feed their family. So hey, you know what? We, sh- we should tell them about Adam, one of the guys that works with us. He just had a heart attack. Yeah. And, and um, you know what? They... They fixed him right up, but he, he, the hyperverse was still there and it kept operating and, and you know, things are stable financially. Yeah. You don't want to have all your financial eggs in one basket. That's absolutely true. And they think that by diversifying in their U.S. dollar that they're actually changing baskets. And, and I'm here to tell <laughs> you're you, still you're still in not. the same basket. <laughs> you're still in the dollar-based assets, and that's the problem. Yep. But if you trust Biden and you trust the international bankers, you just keep on thinking that. Don't forget Nancy. <laughs> well, yeah, she's actually in control of most of that, too, you know, because everything is under Congress. I mean, she's got plenary power. She's like a queen. Mm-mm. Anything under U.S. code is all under under uh, Congress. Same with the courts. That's another thing that people don't really realize. Is, and that's one of the things that Ralph Winrod proved, that, that all of those judges that are so-called judges and are supposed to be independent, they're not. They are representing Congress. They're not, they're not an independent person. It's a, kind of Ralph would describe it as a star chamber situation, where you think you've got somebody representing you, and your attorney it represents the court. Their loyalty is to the court. You're you're very much secondary. So that's why I say that the judge is your enemy and your attorney is the enemy spy. He makes sure that the exculpatory information doesn't get to the court. What they want to do is they bond all these court cases and they sell them on the open market and they sell them in the CRIS system, which is the court uh, retirement income security something. And they all invest in these things. And they want you to, to plea. They always want you to plea. There's always going to make it easy for you. So if you plea, just plea it out. That way they win and they get the bond and they, they just trade those bonds. It's a big money-making system. All the courts and all the municipalities all have DMB numbers. They are absolute businesses. They're for-profit businesses. You're just not in the company. And then every time they... They say, we need more money. We need more money because of the budget. They say, we've got a budget. We've got a budget. They never show you the consolidated financial information. Uh, they never show It's called a CAFR. Uh, C-A-F-R. Annual Financial one. Report. And they could stop taxing you today and never have to ask you for any more tax money because they've got all of these sinking funds that are shown on the CAFR. You just have to know how to read it. Mm-hmm. And that is all available at CAFR1.com. That guy's kind of disappeared. But yeah. he and his uh, uh, Air Force auditor, you know, they were editing a lot of this. And there are quite a few number of people that have learned from him and, and are going out and doing edits in school districts. And they're showing that a lot of this money has been squirreled away under these other so-called categories you wouldn't normally think had anything to do with what they're doing. Yeah, I got the one from Ohio back in 2011, I think it was, and going through there, they were asking for money because they were saying when they were broke and all this junk, and I found $46 billion they were sitting on. uh, Just a cursory glance through it. 
pretty wild stuff, but every government agency from, you know, the local county dog catcher all the way to the federal government has these things by law. And it's nuts. Oh, I see you found Dr. Corey's statement on this snake venom and COVID-19. Yeah, Murr found it. Thank you, Murr, as usual. Oh, thank you, Murr. Yeah. yeah. She's good at that. Wait, what's your chat? How is your chat listed on? You know, are you on Chat Tango? Um, no, the chat we have here is in Jitsi. Okay. And I'm, I'm moving things from here and I'm dropping it over. Did you see my uh, T-shirt that I did right above that? Mass murders agree, needles are better than guns, and Fauci <laughs> and Tedros and uh, Gates. I'm wearing that even as we speak. <laughs> you have a you have a, a flyer or a blurb on that to, to uh, pass that out? Actually, you can just grab that uh, graphic and just take it right over to Vistaprint and drop it in and make your own T-shirt or print it out, whatever you want to do. That graphic's oh. uh, high enough resolution that it will work. Oh. So you're not selling them? No. I just give people the graphics and they can make them themselves. I don't want to get involved in all that hassle. Okay. But yeah, you can, uh, I've also got it on the Telegram page for your DIY health. And you can just go there, grab the graphic and just take it over to Vistaprint. And shipping and tax, it costs you about 16 bucks for a t-shirt. Oh, that's better than the, but they typically sell for $29, $39. These are just the basic. They have high level fancy ones too, but these are just the basic uh, Fruit of the Loom shirts and I like them. Uh, but anybody can do it. They just, it takes you about five minutes to drop it in, make, you know, and order it. Nice. That way I don't have to get involved. That. I don't want to be involved in doing t-shirts. I just come up with the graphics and people can make their own. Boy, when we were really doing Bitcoin, Kathy turned out a tremendous one. It's a black t-shirt with all this gold stuff regarding Bitcoin. Really tremendous one. And I, I think that's when one. we went over to Hawaii. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Just kidding. What did you say? I missed it. I said, about I never your... got one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, they're, they're somewhere around here. I can ah. send you a bunch of writing pins, too. I've got dozens of those. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I used to have fun with Vistaprint. When I could see a few things like that, that was, uh, I like getting creative, you know. <laughs> And uh, making little videos and stuff like that. So, but this print's great. Yeah, all you do is drop and drag. Well, for you creative types. Anyway, let's uh, let's hit the road here because I got things to do. Alrighty. Well, well thanks so much, guys. Appreciate you being here this week, and we'll do it again next week. Same bad time, us. same bad yeah. channel. And hopefully, we'll have some spicy good new updates. Of people and yeah, at some point we need to get Amanda to uh, come in and yeah. say hello to everybody. Uh, it's just so hard because she's on the opposite side of the world, you know. So yeah, she's a good twelve-hour difference uh, from us. Yeah, a day, know. a day too. So it'll be one in the morning for her. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, she's been burning the candle at both ends for a long time, and I, I think that contributed to part of her. Uh, uh, medical kind of little medical issues that came up and uh, just all that stress and, and lack of sleep and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that girl, that girl really was pushing it. I'm telling you. Well, and she's she, had a million people to take care of too. Yeah. It's quite amazing. 
But I'm she's sorry, I got correct things. It was Lisa that posted the thing about Pierre Corey. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you, uh, Murder, for correcting me on that. I went back and found it, and it was Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, I'm interested in. Uh, I'd like to hear what he has to say. Yeah, and that that's actually a video by Brian Artis. Um, that's what started all this stuff last week. I think it was him and Stu, uh, Stu Peters. They were supposed to make some sort of movie yesterday and release it today, so I'll have to go nose around and look for that uh, more damning evidence, you know, that uh, he hasn't put out there yet. So that would well, be, be amazing to see. Yeah. He had like over 4,000 documents. Really? So, wow. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I'd like to know what Robert, um, oh, shoot, uh, bald guy with a bow tie, Robert Martin. I'd like to know what he has to say. Well, yeah, been... that's what I was saying. I'm, you know, he analyzed that uh, quite a bit. He, he took it all the way back to patents in 1973 that are right. inside that stuff. And how come he wouldn't have found that? That's that... what I was kind of wondering. Yeah. A lot of people knew about this and have been writing about it for many years. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, listen to some of those that I dropped to you, John, and uh, I think you'll be surprised, you know, because he gives you the evidence uh, and, and uh, can trace it back to all these articles written throughout the years since, you know, the 90s and stuff like that. So I'm not good on dates. Yeah. I don't have total recall, but a lot of, lot of stuff coming out. I want to see some hangings. Wake up show up and stand up and drop me that link for your shirt <laughs> or get the graphic John. <laughs> a lot of people that would wear that <laughs> i'll bet so i'll bet so did okay we guys tanya did she uh sign out Nah, she's here it's tanya she's probably chopping wood it was cold in her little place today she's monitoring um, so is this show only once a week no, this show is uh, Monday through Thursday. Um, Friday is always a replay, usually of the Thursday show. But this is every, every the same time, Monday through Thursday. Okay. And we, Let's see. we try to come on here every Monday. Yeah, John and no. Kathy and, and, and Tanya are here usually on Mondays. And the rest of the week once you we plug talk into about the system. health stuff and that kind of thing. Yeah, once you plug into the system, then we have a channel, Telegram channel, that lists all the different presentations that are going on every day. And there's recordings that you can go back and listen to and trainings and things like that. There's there's a lot of information available to you to, to look at. Yeah, you can just get a hold of uh, Jim through, uh, what is it? Drumroll. YourDIYWealth.com And just send him a message and he'll uh, look at you into the Telegram booth. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to talk to Tanya or me or whoever, just, yeah, just, just let send me know. an email and I'll forward it on. Just tell me who you want to chat with. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. That's what we do. That's all we do is this and trying to help people. Okay. No more questions. Thank Let's you. Let's hit the road. All righty. Well, all right. So long, you guys. All right. It's nice to talk to you. Yeah. Equally. Have a very blessed day, everybody. Right back at you. Thanks, you guys. Yes. Take care. You guys are awesome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty then. Well, um, from here on, we can go with whatever anybody's interested in. I can look at some of the things in the news or if people have any other questions, either about uh, the Volta system or about um, uh, 
uh, hyperverse or whatever we can go any way you want i'm just uh checking some of the things here i'm uh i'm very impressed so far with the uh with the volta wireless program um they're a small company uh so basically it um you know they're they're growing faster you know it's, they have a it's one of those pro problems that's good to have i guess but it can be a pain uh they're growing faster than their manpower is able to keep up with and they're putting on more people and that kind of thing but the good news is i've been dealing directly with the owner of the company and he actually responds to emails and uh, they have another guy that does their tech support stuff and uh, hopefully like i said we'll have uh, david uh, sinclair who's the owner of the company we'll have him on uh, as a guest here sometime in the next couple of weeks and uh, he'll be able to answer everybody's questions and uh, get people going in the right direction but um, what I ended up doing was uh, because I have uh, I had an extra phone I just uh, replaced my iPhone 8 with an iPhone 13 and when I got the sim card I decided I said well I'll stick it in the phone the iPhone 8 for the time being and get it set up and running and then when I get my number ported over so that my regular phone number runs on this new sim card then I'll switch it to the 13, and I'll be having, having the one phone. Uh, but for the time being, I have it set up so the Volta system is running on my iPhone 8, and my Spectrum system is on my 13. And the other thing that's cool is they issue you a um, specific number uh, by Volta where it's totally um, anonymous, unlisted, uh, no record of it anywhere, and once your system is up and running if you port a number over you can take calls and send and receive calls through both numbers you have the volta number and you also have the um, uh, number that you may have been using for how many years you know the one i've got is one that i've been using since 1996 originally it was my office number for my home office and a while back i switched it over ported it to one of my cell companies and I've been, as I've changed cell companies, I've ported that number over every single time, so it comes with me. The downside is, is it's on virtually every uh, bogus caller I, you know, program in the world, and I get tons and tons and tons of bogus phone calls. But luckily, the systems now are pretty good at filtering those things out, and I only answer calls that the people are in my um, ID or the uh, phone book. And anybody else, if they don't leave a message, they never hear from me. But, um, you know, it will give you, you'll have two phones or two numbers on one phone this way, which is kind of cool. And when you call within the Volta network, like if you call another person who's got a Volta number, that, that conversation is encrypted 100% end-to-end. And nobody can hear what you're saying. If it's a text message, they can't decrypt the text message. Um, if you're calling outside the system, like if you're in, in the Volta program, but the other person isn't, <coughs> excuse me, you, they can, apparently they can hear that person, you know, it's, it's encrypted to the data center, but once it goes outside that to the other person, um, they can, they can track that. They can uh, see it from that end, but they can, if they try and track it back to you, it, the, you, they get a dead end at the data center. And because of that, they can't track you as the person sending the text or you as the person making a phone call because the company keeps no records of it. 
And the other thing that's kind of neat is you don't even have to provide a name or address or anything when you sign up. You can give them a credit card number or you can actually pay with crypto. And if you want to maintain total anonymity. And the only other time they, that I know of that they ask for an address is if you give if you decide you want the physical SIM card for your phone, they have to have an address to send it to. But once it's sent, they erase it and they have no record of it anymore after that. So they're doing everything they can to maintain your privacy. And um, all in all, it seems like it's going to be a really good program. Uh, pricing is very competitive, especially when you're dealing with 200 countries. You know, you don't have to worry about uh, uh, roaming or whatnot. Um, you're covered in 200 countries, and they list the countries on the, on the website. Um, and you can literally call or text anybody within any of those countries which is pretty slick. Um, find a local provider that does any of that. And uh, they're, you know, they're using good networks and stuff, so your coverage is good. Like right now, I'm seeing uh, three bars on my phone, and of course I've got good Wi-Fi too, but you know, that's here. But uh, all in Sorry. all, it seems like a really good program. And you just replace your phone app with their Volta app, and I just took it and put it in the, the menu bar of my iPhone. So right where I used to have a little thing to make my phone calls through the iPhone, I've taken that out, and now I have the Volta app. I just click on that, and it brings up uh, calls, text, contacts, settings. And when one thing to keep in mind, and this is something I had to figure out the hard way, by the time I got a response back from the company, I had already figured it out. But if you punch in a number for a Volta person, you know, if you got someone else that's in the system and you go to dial it, um, it gives you the option initially of, you've got four different things, uh, Volta, or I guess it's just call. And then um, you can do a text message or one other thing. And at the very bottom, it says Volta out. And that's for dialing outside the Volta network. If you're calling somebody who's not in the Volta system, you use their number, and you use Volta out, and it will then call them. If you're doing the Volta inside the system, you always need to make sure you're putting in the country code as well, because this is in 200 different countries, so you have to make sure that you give the country code so it knows where to route the call. And um, that way, you're, that's for the, the main call button. That's Volta numbers only within their completely encrypted system. So that's so something that's I had to find out through in, trial in and error. Home country, huh? What's that again? Mer, was that you? For even your own home country? If you're Maybe using the Volta country. system, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which well, is, you know, most people will just put that in their uh, in their phone directory, and it'll automatically dial it. You just pick the person's name, and it'll dial it the way it's supposed to. I just wanted to add in here real quick, if I can, I'll get out of the way. Sure. Uh, John mentioned, it, he didn't call it comprehensive, but it's comprehensive uh, annual financial report. They've changed the acronym because that was apparently an offensive slur to black Africans, black South Yeah, I, I remember, you know. From, I don't know if it's Muslim or what the deal was, but anyway. Yeah, yeah so it's ACFR, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so they, another thing they slipped in during the COVID spill. Never fails. Yeah, I remember back when, when he first started doing I first started hearing about it around 2010 or so. And uh, back then it was CAFR, or CAFR, C-A-F-R, Comprehensive yeah. Annual yeah, they Financial Report. They last year, but they 
they put in for it in March, and then I guess almost right away they voted for it. But it's uh, so now annual comprehensive financial report, ACFR. Hmm. They just switched the letters Question. around. <laughs> okay, that's good Question. to know because they'll, they'll hide the stuff, and if you punch it in the wrong way, it may, it may come up with a big goose egg. Yeah, right. So <laughs> yep. Skip, did yeah. you have something else? Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned Wi-Fi. You can get Wi-Fi on the Volta. Is is that is that well? A it's, hot no, spot? that's on the phone itself. Okay, so you don't get you can't use your laptop as, with a hotspot on the phone. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's a different story. That's that's the phone itself. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, I was fiddling around with that. You know, that's basically built into the operating system, and it depends on the network that you're dealing with too. Um, I can remember. Uh, uh, I used to have uh, Verizon, and it did not give me, or was it AT&T? And one of the ones I had, um, basically, because I had unlimited um, data, it did not allow me to set up a um, wireless hotspot because that would just eat more data, and the companies didn't want to do that. But when I was on a shared network, that allowed me to put in a uh, wireless hotspot and as a result, um, if I use more data through a laptop or something, then I'd be charged for it. But my Spectrum account, I can do a wireless hotspot, no problem. And I've done the same thing uh, with Volta. They do have, they offer unlimited data. And uh, from what I remember here, I'm doing it right now while we're talking. Um, I'm pretty sure I can set up a wireless hotspot uh, on this one too. But that's usually dependent on the operating system on the phone and mm -hmm. the program that you have with whatever provider. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personal hotspot. And, yep, I can I can set mine up right now with that with this uh, program, no problem. So, yeah, they're pretty, pretty inclusive. And uh, everything I can see, you know, the qual call quality is good. Um, everything is really decent. I'm just waiting to see how long it takes to port my number over because I haven't shut down the service with with uh, Spectrum yet because I've got my phone, my wife's phone, and I have a data plan for my iPad. And I basically just uh, put in an order to uh, whoever's unmuted, unremute. Um, but basically I, I have not shut down that plan, so I'm just waiting to see what they're going to do. They may say you got to shut it off if you're not going to have, um, if you're going to port the number. But they should be able to just put in their own, um, their own number on the system if necessary. Uh, but anyway, do you know if they charge for international calling, Sarge? What's that, Robert? Do they charge for international calls like to Europe, Asia, etc.? Nope. If you're if you're dealing with their one of their 200 countries, it's a local call basically. It's, it's covered within that network. You have unlimited calling, text, and data in those countries. What's the monthly charge? 40 bucks. That's the private unlisted number. That's the unlimited calling, text, and data. They have a cheaper one for 20 bucks, and the only difference I can see is it's not high-speed data. I don't know what the breakoff point is. Uh, i got to check with them on that. But they have a 1999 plan that... Um, gives you the same thing it's just uh, slower speed data from the looks of it and then they also have some higher end programs um that are 
one, and I think the top one is like 199 a month, and I forget what all that includes, but it's got some pretty powerful stuff in it. But uh, maybe we'll V O L T A. Say that again. V O L T A. V O L T A. Volta Wireless. It's in the chat room. VoltaWireless.com, and um, my uh, my link is in there. It's also on the top of the uh, your DIY health and wealth pages uh, for Hyperverse. So you can uh, go with either one of those places. Just click the button; it'll take you right in. And if you happen to get someplace where it ask for you, ask you for a coupon code, it's two four four six. I'm trying to get them to put Sarge in there, but so far they haven't done that yet. But two four 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 two four four six is my code. Um, I just put that in the chat too. Um, but basically, if you just go down the other thing, uh, it should be good. You know, it's using 5G systems if they're available, so you've got high speed. And with that, we are out of time. I'm way off. Oops, wrong button. <laughs> I forgot. There we go. So everybody, take care of your bodies. It's the only place you have to live. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care and God bless. We will see you all soon.